Matt Moore, the author of The South's Best Butts and also The Southern Gentleman's Kitchen, has a new cookbook out, Cereal Griller, and Matt is joining me by phone. Matt, welcome. How are you? Hey, good morning, Eric. Thanks so much for having me. So I, I got to tell you that the first cookbook of yours I ever got was a gift, and it was the uh, Southern Gentleman's Kitchen. And I, I've got this fantasy and lights of mine where one day I'm going to build a whole pit in the backyard, and I'm going to buy lots of bottles of bourbon and stay up all night with friends and smoke a whole hog and, and ruin the backyard and have good eats. And you, you had a guide in the cookbook. I'm like, this one day I'm going to do this. I haven't gotten there yet. One day I will. Oh. Now, yeah, it's um, it's one of my favorite pleasures and a true Southern tradition to roast a whole hog. So um, we've given you a good outline in the Southern Gentleman's Kitchen on how to pull that off. And uh, you've got the first step right. you got to have a lot of bourbon. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this latest one, I, I got to tell you, I, I went into this buying it, and I'm so used to getting a, even a cookbook that, that's a, a grilling cookbook, and, and half of the recipes are actually uh, slow roasts in a smoker, and this is actually for the grill. Uh, actual real grilling, and I've been impressed with the the caliber of the recipes that have come into it. Well, thank you, man. Being a Georgia boy, uh, we certainly know the difference between barbecue and grilling. And uh, one of my favorite professors at University of Georgia told me one day that nothing good happens after 2 o'clock in the morning. And I think we all know in barbecue, nothing really good happens uh, above 300 degrees. But in grilling specifically, you know, everything good is happening uh, above 300 degrees. And you talk about uh, science and geeking out. We spent some time talking about the Maillard reaction, which uh, talks about all that, that goodness that comes from brown food is good food. So we focus on on hot and fast throughout Cereal Griller. Well, how do you come up with recipes for a cookbook? I, I've always wanted to ask someone who's done a cookbook how they do it. What do you, You've got three now, and, and what do you do to come up with these recipes? Well, uh, Southern Gentleman's Kitchen was really my homage to my family, my mother, grandparents, and uh and great friends around the South. Um, so I kind of ran out of my own recipes after writing that book. So with South Best Butts and uh, the new book, Cereal Griller, we go out on the road. Uh, and we interview pit masters and grill masters and, and tell their life stories and glean their recipes. You know, one of my favorites, uh, we stopped in Atlanta and, and met a gentleman by the name of Cadillac who cooks outside a place uh, called the Claremont Lounge, which is kind of oh, a late yeah. night institution. And, uh, Cadillac where where good stuff characters. does happen after 2 a.m. on occasion. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. So uh, he's a he's a formally trained chef and one of my favorites. And uh, just spending days with people like that and getting their stories and their recipes. I, you know, I always get asked, what's one of your favorite stops? I will tell you that he does a, a, a flank and rib with a grilled jalapeno that honestly was one of those bites along the, the writing process that just stopped me in my tracks. And I was really happy to feature him in the book. Well, you know, I, I got to commend you on this because I, I I have my wife says it, it's I need a 12 step program because I have so many cookbooks. We we actually had to build <laughs> bookshelves to house all of my cookbooks. And, and I, I read them like books. I get so much knowledge because uh, I, I like to improvise when I cook, but get knowledge from the cookbooks. And it, it's rare to actually read cookbooks where there are you, you copiously document uh, where you're getting inspiration from and interview the chefs. And that's so rare in a cookbook to actually have a profile of the people who've been doing the cooking. And I, as someone who has a ton of cookbooks and never sees it, I appreciate you willing to put the spotlight on some of these people. It gives me a roadmap of people to go visit too. Yeah. I mean, for me, my job is to really sit back and have you be right seat with me. I mean, obviously uh, we traveled 10,000 miles in just a few months to write this book. Um, Nashville is home for me now. I grew up in Georgia and uh, it was a lot of fun to fly my little Piper Cherokee down to Athens, Georgia and feature the grill. And then, straight into Fulton Brown um, and go meet Cadillac and 
And that's one of our ways to do it. I want you to be in the right seat with me. I want to tell those stories. I want to recognize these people. Uh, and of course, share, share the recipes too. And exactly as you said, it's sort of like a TV show in a book. We go all across the country, different types of cuisines, different personalities, great recipes. And then we round out the rest of the book with about 75 of my own recipes that I do actually come up with um, when I'm cooking here in Nashville and have that inspiration. So it's a whole lot of fun and uh, I'm really blessed to be able to do it. All right. I've already got my favorite recipe in in the cookbook. And, and if you're just tuning me, I'm talking to Matt Moore. He is the author of the new cookbook, Cereal Griller. And I, so I, I'm going to ask you first, what's yours? Favorite recipe in the book. Oh, goodness. Well, I told you the best bite that I had, which was the uh, Mexican-style flank and rib with a, a grilled jalapeno. Right. Um, but if I were to be very honest, I think um, the cowboy ribeye that we picked up from Jerry Baird, who is a chuck wagon cook on the uh, hill country of Texas, I, I think the stories and, and maybe the bourbon uh, that day, but also <laughs> just a good ribeye steak grilled over mesquite, um, just super classic salt and pepper, let the grill do the work. Um, you know, it's something I'm actually cooking here <laughs> just to short some steak and eggs for, uh, for breakfast. All right. So my favorite one, the, the sorghum glazed pork chops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic ingredient that I think is, uh, you know, long overrated is sorghum and it gives that just that sweet flavor with uh, the pork. It's always just a natural affinity for each other. And uh, I'm a huge pork chop fan. We've been grilling out every single night. You got that nice bone in pork chop, savory and sweet, uh, smoky and charred. It's just a delicious one. My my wife is is has always been more the pork chop fan than me. And, and I, I finally when I discovered that, you know, if I brine them. Uh, use just some brown sugar and salt in them and, and, and pep up the flavor a little bit. I'm, I'm totally down with the pork chop now. Uh, so let me ask you, let me get you into the into the nuts and bolts of grilling now. So we, we interacted on Instagram the other day. I did get my, my Rectech pellet smoker. I've had my big egg for big green egg for 11 years, and I feel like I've mastered it, and now I just want something easy where I can set it and go to bed. <laughs> but <Sure. laughs> along the way, uh, what sort of do you have every sort of grill out there? Or I, I see occasionally you get the the you've got the Komodo style grill in your backyard. Do you just have a collection of them? I do. We just moved houses here um, in Nashville, and unfortunately, my backyard was hit directly by the the tornado that I was going to ask on March second. But I have a, a golden cast iron grill which weighs about eight hundred pounds. So even though the backyard was destroyed, uh, that grill held up pretty well. But <laughs> I do have a few uh, different grill types that my wife calls the Q cave. And, um, you know, I certainly love that Rectech grill. There's a lot of great grills coming out of Georgia just in general. And pellet grills are fantastic, exactly what you just described. And we spend some time in the book talking about, you know, different fuels, different grill types. And my goal is to get everybody grilling. So uh, obviously with a Komodo style grill, you're, you're still having to maintain temperature control. You have to check it every 20 or 30 minutes. But I'll be honest with you, Eric, I, I don't have a pellet grill because you just set it and forget it. And it doesn't give uh, me the excuse to tell my wife that I'm outside really working on the grill and grilling. So she's got other things for me to be doing. So um, <laughs> I think the pellet grill is a great grill. Uh, obviously, you got to have access to electricity. So getting that thing out for a game day right? Uh, and then getting it hot. You know, one thing I will tell you is that uh, for the folks that do have pellet grills at home, you get that great flavor, set it and forget it. But oftentimes, getting that nice sear, it doesn't really cook yeah. a whole lot more than 100, the 400, 450 degrees. So take this little tidbit today. Put a cast iron pan on the grill if you're wanting to get a nice sear on a steak or if you want to get that crispy burger. 
um, that's how you really will maximize the best out of that pellet grill. Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, so I've got, when we first got married, I, I had a charcoal grill and discovered my wife wasn't a big fan of the charcoal flavor. Uh, so I, I updated to, upgraded to a Weber and eventually I got a big, I'd never heard of the brand DCS. And so now I have this big 48 inch DCS grill with the uh, ceramic rods that gets up to about 2000 degrees to, to or 1500 to sear a steak perfectly. It's got a 75 pound rotisserie on it. So I do most of my cooking on there. So just for the slow roasting stuff or the sm slow smoking stuff, uh, I, I've kind of worn out on my big green egg just because I want something bigger that can hold multiple butts at one time. Uh, so sure. now I've got both and now I got to get a backyard where I can actually put them all out there instead of leaving them on the side port. So my wife complains. <laughs> I, I, um, I can't I can't argue with you. All right, so so you got Serial Griller, you've got the South Best Buds. I've I've got all three of these books. Uh, along the way, we've talked about recipe development and it, what's it like to actually get comfortable with a chef, uh, so that you can kind of glean information from him about his best recipes. You know, it just kind of varies. I mean, a lot of these folks, especially with Serial Griller. Um, as the longer I've been doing this, obviously the more connected you become. And, and there were a few folks that I really kind of sought in my crosshairs that I wanted to track down, like Michael Solomonoff up in Philadelphia, who runs the best restaurant in America, Zahav. He's a James Beard outstanding chef. Uh, I became friends with him because uh, American Airlines kept canceling my flights in Philadelphia and I would just go eat at his restaurant. Um, <laughs> Ashley Christensen, who uh, is also a James Beard best chef in America, one of my best friends here in Nashville, who's a great musician, Thad Cockrell, spent some time in, in Raleigh, so he kind of a friend of a friend. And even Cadillac, uh, one of my best friends in Atlanta, Matt Barnett, had told me all about Cadillac and how I had to feature him. And uh, when we finally decided to do a grilling book, that was the place that I needed to go. And I think um, one of the coolest things is, you know, I'm not asking all the time for secret recipes. It was a little harder in South Best Butts to get, like, the secret barbecue sauce and the secret rub. Right. But, you know, good food brings people together. And, and overall, I think most people are really willing to share their stories. And, you know, I have the accountability to uh, to make sure that I represent them well in their recipe because a lot of these are family traditions. And uh, it brings me a lot of joy to do that. Well, I, I think you really do. I, I've been a, a big fan of your cookbooks, Matt, for a while. I, I've gotten so many great uh, bits of inspiration and sauces and recipes out of them. So it's it's a real pleasure to be able to talk to you. And folks, if you want to get Cereal Griller, text the word DATA to 33777. I'll text back a link to Matt's book, Cereal Griller, at Amazon so you can order it. Uh, and look, I appreciate you taking the time to stop by this morning and talk. It gives me a way to, to get out of the headlines of the day. And it's just, it's, it's a great pleasure to talk to someone who I've admired through your cookbooks for a while. Well, it's back at you, Eric, man. Thanks so much for having me. And I uh, hope you have a great weekend grilling. You too. Thanks very much.